Hello, hello, hello. The bell has rung, and welcome once again to the Dr. Digital Podcast. Another great episode coming your way. Thanks for listening in. Let's get started. And to get started today, I have my special guest, Eric Cook, and so I've been really excited to talk to him, and I appreciate that he was able to spend some time with us. He's got a very busy schedule. I'll give you a little bit of idea of his background and why I wanted to talk to Eric, and hopefully you'll get some good information from him. I'm looking forward to it. He is a speaker, a national speaker for banking associations in particular. He's a founder and chief mentor of the Linked Banker, and so he's been doing that as well as, this is a very busy man here, also working for WSI for almost 14 years. He also has been the weekly webinar host, and he's also been doing things audio-wise as well, too. He's got a graduate school of banking degree from the Wisconsin at Madison, and also an MBA from Western Michigan University. Eric is also very active in peddling for a purpose, with a purpose, so he also is volunteering and spending a great deal of time as well as working hard. And also wanted to mention, the first reason I came across Eric, and I wanted to speak to him because he's got a chapter in the Digital Minds WSI book. So with that, as a basic background and introduction, thank you, Eric, for joining us today. Appreciate your time. Could you tell me a little bit about your background and actually how did you get started in digital marketing in the first place? Absolutely. Thanks, Mick. And hearing you say all of that, I think to myself, wow, I need to scale back a little bit. <laughs> There's a lot going on there. You're a busy guy. I'm, like, I'm getting tired just listening to that. No wonder I don't get any sleep. Right. Um, yeah. So I, uh, I was a community banker for 15 years and back in the... Um, <laughs> Mid to early 90s, okay. I convinced the bank to buy a computer that came pre-installed to this software called America Online, and that okay. introduced me to the wonderful world of the internet and the information superhighway. I taught myself HTML and Good. built my first bank website in 1995, wow. and uh, I said, I, I think this web thing might be something we would want to pay attention to. Yeah, bingo. And uh, that was back when they called it the information superhighway. Yes, they did. But by no means did uh, anybody envision live streaming HD quality video and social networking platforms and instantaneous voice chat functionality. Uh, it just really has taken off. But I was enamored with the technology and cool. saw firsthand through a lot of personal experiences how relationships could be built, and uh, and I was hooked. Yeah, good. Good deal. You know, now, you've also been with WSI. Now, it's a fair amount of time, as I indicated. So, over this time, what would you say are some of the biggest changes you've seen in your experience? Well, I mean, beyond building websites using platforms like Dreamweaver and Sausage Software and having to actually get down and dirty in the code, I think the ability for individuals to build a personal brand and establish relationships at distance uh -huh. and at mass okay. has been astronomical. I, I, I grew up in a bank household. My father was a community banker for 33 years, right. and I saw the relationships that he built. I didn't appreciate it when I was growing up, yeah. but as I got <laughs> to work side by side with him, could see firsthand how the value of being an influential member of the community, a trusted resource of knowledge, being in that position, people relied on you, not just for sure. banking knowledge, but other things that were going on, and social media, and how technology has, has trickled down to allow people to do that. Those that have embraced it and have been able to figure out ways to let people get to know them mm -hmm. right. um, helps that 
relationship. It's no longer the business or the brand controlling the conversation. People want to do business with people, and if you can't figure out who those people are, you're probably not going to want to be part of the business. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's a big influence that fathers have. I, listeners know I have a 1957 Buick Special. That's my dad's. I keep in his honor. So yes, indeed, you are very inspired by people and your family. I understand Absolutely. that. Terrific. And, you know, now that I'm talking about biggest changes, you know, an idea came to me. So what would you then say currently, what are hot growth areas of digital marketing today? I think understanding the power of data and putting it to use strategically, um, both at the front and the back end of a campaign or an initiative. You know, I was always baffled back in my banking days that people would come in and the the loan application is referred to in the industry as a 1003. Um, And it's four pages of legal sized documentation. I think it might even be more than that these days. Mm -hmm. But customers would just spill their guts on this document. They would tell you everything that they have in their financial life. And we need that in order to make sure we're writing loan papers for valid customers and reducing our risk. Mm -hmm, But it amazed me that we had all this data. We knew where people banked. We knew where their credit cards were. We knew what other obligations and investments. But we used what we needed for the loan transaction. And in most cases, the rest of that data went in the folder after the loan was closed and ended up in the vault. And we pulled that back out if the loan either went past due and we needed to look at it. They asked for an equity loan or they closed it and paid it off and we were going to, you know, say congratulations, you now own your home home free and clear. But the rest of that data that existed, we never really used strategically Mm -hmm. until kind of the tail end of my career. And businesses have at their fingertips an almost limitless amount of data that they should be tapping into to be able to help them better understand their customers and their target audience. And John Wanamaker has a, an infamous, infamous quote that I'll paraphrase, um, because I never get it just right, so I always say I'm paraphrasing, but half of the money that I spend in advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Mm, And that was very much the mantra back in the day when I was in charge of marketing at the bank. We didn't know if it worked, but we knew some of it did. We just Mm. didn't know what. And in the day of digital and, and online metrics, tracking, performance, conversions, um, all of that data can be accessed and used intelligently to help make sure that your message is meeting the right people, that your offers are resonating, that people are doing what you want them to do. And in an absence of using data, you're still in that 50% is maybe working, but I don't know. Mm -hmm, And, and, And there's no excuse not to use that data to make yourself smarter and your campaigns that much more effective. Sure. Yeah. That makes a whole lot of sense. And, you know, there may be some confusion. I've had people say we're not quite sure. But so I'm curious if you could address the question. So for our listeners, what would you generally recommend business owners consider when they think of digital marketing? Because I think you're hinting at some things. They may have data that they're not using effectively or strategically. Yeah, I mean, how much time do we have? (laughs) Digital marketing... Um, and I know we don't have a lot because uh, yeah. this could go on for well over an hour. But at, at the basis of it is the discipline of marketing is just making sure that the rest of the world knows what you do, who you are, and what you have to offer. 
And when we expand that digitally, there can be strategies on the business side where you're looking at things like the business's website, you're looking at online advertising, you're incorporating things like analytics, so you're paying attention to what is and isn't happening when people visit your website or your social media activity. But there's also this kind of growing, what I mentioned earlier, is the personal side of marketing. And how are you making sure that you, as a business owner or your employees, as advocates or broadcasting opportunities of the brand and the relationships that come along with doing business with you, Mm -hmm. not overlooking the possibility and the value of empowering and training and setting your workforce out as digital marketing representatives. And Mm -hmm. when that happens, making sure that they're not just regurgitating business approved content on advertising and promotions, but helping them really set the stage of getting people to know who they are so they can connect on a much more emotional and a personal level. Mm -hmm. I'll go to conferences back when I could travel, um, and that will come back again someday. But people will ask me about my bicycling. They'll ask me about my golden retrievers. They'll ask me about, you know, what trips we're taking in our RV because they've connected with me through social media and they Mm -hmm. know those are the things that go on in my world and they feel like they know me, which is going to increase the likelihood when there's a need down the road, they're going to have a higher sense of trust and I might be able to win that opportunity to secure new business. And I don't post pictures of my dogs to get new bank website deals, but it doesn't hurt that people can get to see the human behind the business. And I think that is is a, the biggest part of a digital marketing strategy is the human side uh, of all the ones and zeros and the clicks that are going on in, in today's society. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a personalized service and a personalized business, so it's the good old-fashioned way that people say, you know, it's a relationship that you want to build with people because that's how they connect with you. They understand you, and I think you hit a key point there is that trust level that you can establish with somebody. You know, what people say is that, you know, they buy you before they buy anything that you have because they understand that you care, and that's really critical. Just like you were saying about your father. Yes? My father's saying was they're going to want to get to know that you are their banker yeah. before they'll give you an opportunity to serve them as a bank. Mm-hmm. And and that resonates just as much pre-social media days when he was pressing palms and attending events and spending time away from the family in the evenings volunteering and, and doing things as it does today when we go online and let people get to know you as the banker or the business owner, whatever the case might be. Mm -hmm. Yep, that sounds very reasonable. So, you know, what types of digital marketing expertise do you offer business owners? Because I know you have a specialty, as you indicated, in banking, and how can you assist them? Sure. So if there are any bankers listening, I don't want to say if you're a business owner, I don't want to talk to you because I love talking about this, and I would be happy to introduce you to some of my many fine colleagues within the WSI ecosystem. But if there's any bankers that are listening, um, you know, we do web development, uh, we do digital marketing, we do social media, marketing automation, all of the various components. Uh, I oftentimes refer to myself as a, as a digital contractor building a really cool digital house for banks. You okay. want to have somebody that has climbed a ladder, that's roofed a roof, that's put mm, in plumbing, that understands electrical. And because I had my hands dirty early on in the process, I get all of those things. 
I'm probably not the person that's going to be doing an innate uh, inlaid mosaic tile shower if I were to use that contractor analogy, but I know what it should look like and I know who the people are that I need to bring to the table and that's one of the great parts, quite honestly, about being part of the WSI ecosystem is we're a global network that has all of those talents and skills to be able to partner with and, and being able to do that really across the world with other colleagues of mine has just been a real joy over the last, gosh, you said almost 14 years. I can't believe it's been yeah, that long. That's, that's what um, it says. <laughs> but to be able to do that and still serve the industry that I'm very passionate about because it's just been part of my life for so many years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's over 80 countries, uh, helped over 100,000 businesses around since 1995. So I agree with you. It's, the network is, is really awesome. It opens up, it literally opens up the world. You know, I've really benefited a lot, and I'm sure the listeners have as well, too. So if something has been provoked by all the good stuff you've been sharing here, how would they get a hold of you? And what kind of, ex- if they're expanding their digital marketing presence, what, how and what way was the best way to get in touch with you? Sure, sure. So uh, I'm I'm on LinkedIn almost all day long. Uh, not always posting because I got to get real work done. But I'm on LinkedIn. You can find me at Cook MBA. Uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm all over the place. Uh, I think if you just search for Eric Cook WSI or uh, we encourage any of my banker friends out there to stop over to thelinkedbanker.com yes. and check us out over there. It's a brand new mentoring and mastermind community we launched in 2020 to help bankers get a handle on this personal brand building effort and really figure out a way that they can connect and resonate with their customers and prospects and communities. So that's been a lot of fun and we do a lot of thought leadership over there too. Excellent. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, that sounds terrific. There's a lot of good information. Hopefully people will get a hold of you. You know, Eric, thank you so much for your time. You look now, we went over your background. You are an extremely busy guy. So I'm getting tired just hearing about your background. But in any case, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. I know your time is valuable. So I'm really appreciative of all the things that I read, first of all, in the digital marketing, digital minds book, and then also having a chance to talk to you. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it very much. This is Mick, the Doctor of Digital, signing off. Mick, as in Jagger, except he's got more money. Mick, the Doctor of Digital, signing off. The Doctor of Digital, like cotton candy for your ears. Deus Vol. That 